Let's pray together. Thank you, gracious, almighty God, for the gift of this day. We humble ourselves before you right now, even as we invite and receive your blessing. And we welcome the presence of your spirit to make your truth real to us in a way that would draw us even closer, closer to you, closer to one another, closer to the ones we love, closer to the ones that we are with, that we do life with. And Father, we invite your blessing to flow through this uh, amazing technology into every home, into every heart, into every, every gathering that is joining us today. We thank you for the promise of your word that you are our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. For the invitation that we can come boldly to your throne of grace to find mercy and help for our time of need. And we're in need. Our world is in need. Our nation's in need. Our families and our lives are in need. So we, we come today to seek your blessing and your mercy. Forgive our sins. Give us guidance. Give us strength. We pray for leaders who make decisions that you would give them wisdom. We pray for families and, and those who are gathering together that you would encourage and bring, bring joy and hope to every home. And we pray, Lord, for caregivers who even this moment are serving the sick and seeking to be part of the solution. We pray it would be remedied quickly. And we thank you that you are bigger than the world, that nothing is too hard for you, and so we pray peace for our world through Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Wow. You know, what a day we are sharing at this moment. I cannot, in my, uh, in my lifetime of memory, think of a day like this. But I have to tell you that being from South Florida now for, uh, for a few years, we have survived many storms of many kinds, and this is something that we're familiar with here. But I've got to tell you this, before I move any f further forward, I, I really want to say I can't think of any other group of people that I would rather be weathering a storm with or enduring a crisis and rising above with than the people of Christ Journey Church. And wherever you're making your connection with us today, all of our campuses are joining us online. So we're praying for Kendall Campus. We're praying for Miami Beach Campus. We're praying for Gables Campus. We're praying for online campus across the nation, around the world, wherever you're making your connection. And we're praying God's blessing for every one of our children, all the boys and girls that are gathered around right now, all of our teenagers and, and young adults that are gathering around right now, and I'm just thankful for every one of you. I'm thankful for the spirit of service and commitment and heart and faith and love that bring us together and that have given us this type of technology, the generosity that has envisioned an opportunity like this. Though we never saw a day like this coming, look what God has done to bless us. And here's one thing that I want you to take away from today. You can write it down. I want you to say it with me. When we have troubles, troubles don't have us because we have Christ. This is Christ Journey Church. We help people find and follow Christ. We have Christ. When we have troubles, 
Troubles don't have us because we have Christ. Now, where did I get that? I got that from Jesus. Jesus, who right before he went to the cross, this is how courageous he was. He gathered those closest to him around him and said, you know, in this world, you're going to have tribulation. That just means lots of troubles. But take heart. I have overcome the world. And because of his overcoming, so likewise, when we have troubles, we find ways to overcome as well. This message that God is with us in our troubles, through our troubles, to rise above our troubles is found all through Scripture. Paul writes about it in 2 Timothy 1.7. Here's how he says it there. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, that's courage, of love, caring, and self-discipline. That's self-control. All of those mean this to me. There's something that we can do. While we're trusting God, there are some things we can do that will help us find our way through. And I got two that just spring right out of these texts to me. The first one is pray. And I found an image online. Maybe you've already seen it. But if you haven't, I want you to take a look at this. Look at this. Dear Jesus, look at all those scrambled letters. What words can you make of that? He hears your prayers even when you can't find words. Can I tell you, this is true for us right now. Somebody may be experiencing tremendous anxiety and concern, but God hears the groanings of your heart. Hold on to that. We're praying together right now. We've already prayed, not just spoken word, but sung word, word of faith that we're inviting into every house of prayer that is joining us right now online. And then humor. You know what you can do? You can show some good humor. Laughing in the face of troubles, well, I found this one. You know, you hear about a world economic problem that's falling apart, but look at this. Direct-to-consumer toilet paper company is doing just great. There's a little lining in the cloud, right? What do they call that? Be careful. Um, but where would I get those? There, I'm, I'm reminding you of a story, Mark chapter 4, where Jesus is on the Sea of Galilee. They've, he and the guys have had a tough day, a demanding day of ministry, and the sun has set, the sky is growing dark, and they're trying to find their way across the sea when suddenly a furious squall stirs up, and the waves are so high that they're threatening. They're washing over the sides of the boat and threatening to swamp the boat. And the guys are all nervous, they're anxious, they're terrified about it, actually. And they see that Jesus is in the stern, sleeping on a cushion. This is a humorous scene, don't you think? And the disciples, they wake him up and they say, don't you care if we drown? And then he got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, quiet, be still. And the wind died down. It was completely calm. And he said to his disciples, so why are you afraid? Where's your faith? And then, of course, they start talking to each other. Who is this that the waves obey him? The waves still obey him today. But we're inviting through prayer his spirit to lift our good humor in three ways. Here's what we can learn from this story and the application. So what? Stay connected. Stay clean and be of help. Be helpful. Stay connected, stay clean, be helpful. This is what I would like to suggest to you for the Christ journey through the crisis at hand. And this is not 
It grows right out of the story. I mean, Jesus, nobody bails ship. They stay connected. Jesus rises to the occasion. They use prayer to stay connected to God in their desperation. And then Jesus keeps his motives and his focus clean and pure to address the crisis at hand until now help is brought to others because of him. I want to apply those to us. By the way, this isn't the only text that you'll find that kind of teaching from. Psalm, the psalmist writes of this same experience in Psalm 91, a call to stay connected to the God who is our resource. Would you like to read this with me? Right there on your screen, you can join me. Let's read it out loud together. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with His feathers and under His wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and your rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, look at this, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, the uncertainty, the unknown, nor the plague that destroys at midday. We're not the first to face that. A thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near you. Now, before you rush to conclusion and say, well, you saying that we're, as believers, we're never going to face trials and get sick? No, I'm not saying that. I'm telling you that even the devil used that misunderstanding of this scripture to try to tempt Jesus to be careless by misquoting scripture while he was depending upon the protection of God. We're not misquoting it, but I want to remind you of it. God has got you covered we're going to be all right, and we're holding on to it in the midst of this challenge as well. But we're not putting God to the test. We're staying connected to God daily in our prayers, in our family time, in our personal devotions, and then we're staying connected to one another so that we can share strength, whether it's virtually online or with our groups or with our families or with our loved ones. It matters that we're not, though we may be distanced from one another. We are not isolated. We're connected, okay? Then the second application is this. Stay clean. Stay clean. Now, you know that in this crisis, what the Center for Disease Control has told us is the way this virus finds access to the human body is through the mouth, the nose, or the eyes, because something on the hand has now touched, right? And the best way to avoid it is to keep your environments sanitary, to wash your hands. And so this verse came to mind. If there was ever a time to apply this verse literally, here it is. First John, James chapter 4, verse 8. First he says, come near to God, and God will come near to you. That's stay connected. Stay connected, spiritually connected to God. And then what? He says, wash your hands. <laughs> Wash your hands. There it is. It's what the Bible says to do. You sinners, wash your hands and then purify your hearts, you double-minded. That says clean your focus up. Stay sharp, right? Well, I saw this. Speaking of that, wash your hands. I, I saw this online too. Have you seen this yet? There's a dog who's telling his owner he got a cone for his master and put it around his head. It's for your own good. You have to stop touching your face. Makes sense to me, doesn't it? To you? Um, I also came across this. Someone sent it to me. 
Did you know that the time the CDC requires us to wash our hands right now is the same time it requires to say the Lord's Prayer? What if every time we wash our hands, we would just do this? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. I'm still washing, I'm still washing, I'm still washing. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. It's a good prayer. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Wash your hands and wash your mind. That's the second part. The focus of the filter of our minds that we take in so much. Have you heard this before? I think I've said it. Whatever gets your mind gets you. We've got to be careful what we let get our mind these days. Maybe overdosing on news is not a good thing, but maybe focusing your mind on the truth of God that can set you free is. That's what Paul says. Think on these things. Whatever is good, whatever is pure, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is true, and the God of peace will be with you. Did you know somebody counted 352 fear knots in the Bible? That's one for every day of the year. And that means God's got one for this day too. So maybe we could just lay hold. Stay connected to God and each other. Stay clean, our hands and our filters of our minds. And then finally, be of help. The application here is help us help you help others. Jesus said that you're the light of the world. So let your light shine so that others can see your good works and then glorify God. They get connected to God and find their own way forward. This is a great time for that to happen. And of course, the story Jesus told here was the story of the Good Samaritan, of being a good neighbor by being there for somebody else in trouble. You know, when we have troubles, troubles don't have us because we have Christ. But Christ said, here's what you're supposed to do in somebody else's time of trouble. You show up when times are hard so that they can find their way and know how to look up. Now, you may be wondering, how are we going to do that if we're not gathering together? Well, there's this thing called virtual reality, and God has graced us through the vision of our membership and leadership. And Pastor Carlos Fojo, I have invited to join us today to answer that question. How do we make virtual real in terms of staying connected and staying clean and being of help? So, Carlos... Would you help us out here? Would love to. Would love to. Thank you, Pastor Bill. And, uh, and that is a great question. How do we gather together when we can't gather physically? And, well, our website is just one really practical way to stay connected with us. Uh, you can go to ChristJourney.org. And when you go there, uh, we are updating the homepage. So you really don't have to search anywhere on the website uh, with fresh relevant, real-time information for you right there at ChristJourney.org. And then additionally, our online ministry, and we know Pastor Bill already alluded to this, that this is an amazing, amazing thing, that we have an online ministry. We're able to really uh, capitalize on all of these things that were thought through years ago, and now we find ourselves in this predicament, which honestly no one really thought would be possible for us to be here. But 
Look at us. We're leveraging and reaping the reward from the benefit of having an online ministry. And so an easy way to gather online uh, is ChristJourney.tv. Many of you, I'm sure, are watching through ChristJourney.tv. There's a few that are joining us through uh, social media, I'm sure, uh, Facebook and and YouTube and uh, probably our church online platform. But all of those are ways to stay connected. And if you scroll down on our ChristJourney.tv website, you're going to see all of the variety of ways that you can stay connected. And one of those is social media. We're updating our social media, our Facebook, our Twitter, our Instagram with real-time information uh, as needed. And so if you follow us on one of those channels, you'll be good and you'll be getting some information there. And then groups. How do we take our groups online? Well, Pastor Desi, which is our group's pastor, he's going to be contacting all of the group leaders. So if you actually lead a group uh, and participate in a group, this might be something that we uh, explore for a little while. How do we take our group, and we, we know we have access to right now media, and so we can watch and we can uh, consume there, but uh, let's not leave it with ourselves. Let's discuss it with our groups. And so Zoom is an option, and I know Pastor Desi is going to be reaching out to you. And maybe you're one that's like, hey, I, I do Zoom meetings all the time for work. I know how to you know leverage this. I'd like to maybe lead a group during this time. Well, you can contact Pastor Desi at groups at ChristJourney.org, and uh, he'd be more than happy to connect with you. And then maybe if you have some questions and you're part of a group and you're wondering, okay, what do I do here? Um, You know, well, get in contact with your leader, uh, but you can also email groups at ChristJourney.org. And then another thing that we're in the conversations uh, with right now. We're in the conversations with, with launching and with making happen uh, microsites. Microsites, you know, that is uh, really be the church where you are. And so if you're a family gathering together, that's a, a microsite. And when we can't come here, uh, this is what we want to make available all throughout the world. And so this is an amazing place to be the church where you are at because we know we can't gather in large crowds. And so in a small uh, locations, micro locations, we can still gather and be the church. And so more information on that is going to be coming uh, shortly in the next uh, few days and even a uh, week or so. And then family. Uh, we know we have an amazing family ministry, and so we want to resource our parents uh, so that they can keep on uh, giving their kids exactly the, the daily spiritual nutrition that they need. And so if you go to ChristJourney.org slash family resources, uh, that's going to be updated week to week. It has uh, materials there and information for preschool, for elementary, for middle and high school. You're also going to see the Parent Q app. If you haven't downloaded that app, it's a great app. And they just came out with something dealing with anxiety and fear, and especially relevant during this time. How do we speak to our children when it comes to anxiety, when it comes to fear? And so that is another great resource that I'd like to commend to you. And parents, I I know that many of us might think that this is uh, kind of a a headache, right? Um, Because it's an inconvenience. What are we going to do with our children? Uh, Many of us work, and I'm not taking any of that away. I'm sure, I mean, it is a really tough time uh, for many of us. And it's also an opportunity 
for us to disciple our children, be intentional with discipling our children, right? Groups are are discipling, and we're going to be discipling online, but families, right? Let's disciple our children if we are a parent. And it's a great time right, for discipleship because it, does, it's, it happens one-on-one. It happens in a small group setting, and it's best done life on life. The more time we have with our children, the more they can absorb. And what if we're instilling this Christian worldview with our children? You know, do we view everything as, you know, everything that's happening all over the world as God orchestrating something there, you know, I'm not saying to speculate as to what's happening here, but if we just take the example of, of Joseph's story, you know, Joseph, the one that the brothers sold him into slavery, that story, we, we know that he has a series of setbacks, but God was orchestrating something big in his life. Those setbacks were setting him up for something amazing that even wow. he was unaware of. And if you have time, Genesis 45, verses 5 through 8, that's Joseph's response, and, and he basically says, God orchestrated all this. This is God's doing. And maybe this is something that you practice right after here. Whether you have children or not, right after listening and right after spending some time with us, connecting with us, Perhaps you dig deeper into God's word. You connect with each other, those around you. Call somebody up. Ask them what they got from today's message and from today's worship time together. That's a very practical thing that we can be doing to not forsake gathering, right? Even though we can't gather physically, let's still gather in a digital space. And so if we're desiring to to raise our children well, right, it's staying connected to the source, and if you don't have a Bible, you can download the Bible app. It's a great resource. Uh, but many of us have Bibles, and maybe we have to dust them off, right? We're used to them being on the screen. We're used to, you know, them being in digital form. But open up the Bible with your children, with people around you. This is a way that we can help others. And I want to encourage you that when we do this, and we are living into the promises that God has given us through his word. And we can believe them and then begin to teach them once we are connected to the source. In Psalm 1, it says, Oh, the joys of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or stand around with the sinners or join in with mockers, but they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They're like trees planted along the riverbank, bearing fruit each, in each season, right? Their leaves will never wither, and they will prosper in all they do. And what an amazing blessing this is to instill in our children by meditating on God's word day and night. And don't we want this for them? Don't we want this for us to to have roots that are deep along the riverbank bearing fruit? And so don't forsake connecting with one another. And let's connect We have many ways that you could connect. I want to encourage you to connect using either of the ways that I mentioned or maybe all of the ways that I mentioned. These resources are for you. And along those same veins, you know, meditating day and night, um, we thought it would be an encouragement to you if we would be able to uh, release some devotionals for you. And so we're making it really easy for you to gain access to this. You can text the keyword DEVO, that's D-E-V-O, so D-E-V as in Victor O, to 786 610 
And we're going to have these available. Our campus pastors, some staff are going to be chiming in with prayers and with this devotional time. And then we're also going to make it available through our website, through all social media channels. And we know that all of this is not possible without uh, really the, the gifts that we give as an act of worship. God has given us all of these digital resources and tools And so a way that you can give back to God a portion of what he has given us and to tithe is to give. And if you're joining us through ChristJourney.tv, right at the top, there's a link. You can just hit give right there. And you can designate that to any of the campuses uh, that you'd like to tithe to. And then if you're joining us through one of our social media platforms or channels or any other which way you're connecting with us, uh, you can go to ChristJourney.org slash give. And you can give in that way there. I'm so excited for what the future holds. And even though we find ourselves in this situation, I'm so excited that we have the means to stay connected through online and through other digital means. And so, Pastor Bill, thank you. Carlos, thank you so much, man. That was great. You know, I'm remembering when we first started Church Online, we called it our 10-man Sin man with a heart. With a heart. That's exactly correct. And uh, this is a time for us to feel and share the heart. And I thank you for the heart that you bring to this ministry and the way that you're helping us to connect at the heart. My pleasure. God bless you, man. Appreciate you. And now I want to invite our other campus pastors up to, uh, I've asked them two things. Uh, First, what verse or truth is helping to uh, comfort and sustain you in face of this, the day that we're sharing? And then, you know, how are you doing that? And then maybe, how can anybody from your part of our congregation find help from you, okay? And now, I already know you're saying, well, where's Pastor Ralph? I mean, we got Miami Beach, we got Gables Campus, where's Kendall? Well, I spoke with Pastor Ralph this morning. He has had a strong bout with the sinus issue that has kind of flattened him. Actually, his voice sounded real squeaky. And so we said, Ralph, stay home, get well, appreciate you, love you, praying for you right now. I bet you're watching us right now, Ralph. So we want you to feel our love while we uh, remember you today. But uh, let's start with Ryan, shall we, Ryan? Thank you, Pastor. You know, the other day when we found out that schools were going to be canceled, uh, my daughter Hannah, like she, she leapt for joy and was so excited about the, about the fact that she didn't need to go to school, that she could stay home. And then she asked us, why, why are schools being canceled? And when we told her that there was a sickness going around and that the schools made this decision to keep her safe and to keep her friends safe, she had this uh, look of anxiety that came upon her face. And we could see it. It's a look that I'm sure many of us have probably experienced over the last couple of weeks. And so right then and there, we said, Hannah, listen, let's pray together. Because when we pray, we can talk to God, and we can trust that God hears us when we pray. And we can also trust that God gives us peace when we pray. And so we prayed right then and there. And it reminded me of a passage that, uh, that I've often turned to in moments like this, a passage that I want to offer you as a means to experience God's hope God's peace during this time, and it comes from 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16, 17, and 18. And it says this, always be joyful, which is, it's, that's hard to hear in a moment like this. But it says, always be joyful, never stop praying, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Always be joyful. I've taken that as a challenge 
by the word of God itself to, to choose joy in moments like this. I think that there's every reason to fear, every reason to hold on to your control, but what would your life look like if you decided to choose joy? What would that look like? And what would it look like if you chose God, who is the source of all joy, to comfort you and to give you a different perspective other than what you've been hearing and, and what others around you may be thinking? And then in doing so, what would it look like for you to actually model that, for you to choose joy and then to show others that joy that you have? And then Paul says, never stop praying. You know, I think many of us, too, we've been so tempted to be, you know, to be watching TV or to be scrolling on the news app. I know I found myself doing the exact same thing uh, almost incessantly. But what would it look like for us to be going to the God of all hope and peace in prayer, trusting that God hears us, even when we don't have the words to say, but that God would meet us in that moment and give us peace that transcends all understanding. And then to be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for us who belong to Christ Jesus. You know, when I'm, when I'm thankful... That part of this challenge, that part of, of, this, uh, of this moment in, in God's word, that, that's an inclusive part. You know, we're, we're thankful not by ourselves, but we're thankful when we give thanks to God and then when we give thanks for others for what God is doing in our midst. And so as, as your campus pastor, I want to encourage you to choose joy, to be praying always, and to give thanks in all circumstances, for that is, our, that is what God's will is for us, for all of us who belong to Christ Jesus. And so I want you to know that we're here for you. Uh, the church isn't going away during this time. Though we are not meeting physically, we have means to meet together, as Pastor Carlos mentioned. But I'm also here for you. You can go to Ryan R at ChristJourney.org. You can call my office extension, which comes directly to my cell phone. If I'm not available, then know that I'll call you right back if you leave a voicemail. But your church is here for you. Your ministry leaders and pastors are here for you. Uh, we are here for you during this time. If you need meals, uh, if there's anything that we could provide to you as a church, if you have financial concerns, then please do not hesitate to reach out to us. And I would be honored to journey with you and help connect you to individuals who can help help you find some relief during this time. But, uh, but know that we are praying for you and, uh, and that we'll be, we'll be excited to join you online, but know that we are here for you and that the Spirit is keeping us united together during this time. Amen. Thanks, Ryan. Great. Jacob? Thank you, Ryan. One second. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be too careful these days. Stay Model. clean. Appreciate your modeling leadership there, Thank Jacob. you. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Good morning, Christ Journey family. Uh, a verse that's been, I've been clinging to, uh, well, first, I woke up at 4.30 this morning, way before my alarm, and I was thinking about the state of the world and what's going on right now, and I thought about how throughout history we've seen things like natural disasters, we've seen famine, poverty, and plague, and I was instantly reminded that uh, God's promises have never changed, and He's always in control and that his plan has always been and will be to rescue us from our brokenness and to bring us into his kingdom through the power and work of Jesus. And the verse that I have been, been clinging to is from Philippians. It's Philippians 4, 6, and 7. It reads, Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, with prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God that transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And Paul was writing that letter to the Philippians as an encouragement to them to be joyful in every circumstance. And there's one particular word in that verse that, that I like to hang on to right now, and it's thanksgiving. And I just want to echo what you were saying about being thankful. 
if anxiety is the, the poison that seeps through our veins in a situation like this, then thankfulness is the antidote. Mm. And it is much harder for me to, it's, it's easier for me to experience joy when I think about the things I do have than when I think about what I don't have. And how my wife Roxy and I have been living this out day to day, uh, we are leading with faith and not fear. And we have decided that panic is not part of our plan. So we're choosing to be wise, but we are not letting uh, let fear take a hold of us. So we're pushing forward with everything God has called us to do. Uh, even though there's kind of this snow day mentality, this snow day vibe I've been experiencing that let's hunker down, let's stay indoors, let's not go to work. Uh, we're still committed to our physical health, so we're going to be active. We may not be frequenting the gym, but we're going to be staying fit at home and continuing to do all the things, uh, leading by example, that God has called us to do. And to get in touch with me, Miami Beach Campus, most of you have my number. I am a millennial, so if you text me, I will probably respond instantly. If I don't, you can reach me at my email address, jacobw at christjourney.org, and reach out to me And if you need anything at all. And... Ultra might be canceled, the Miami Open might be canceled, the NBA, the MLB, the NHL, all these events are being canceled, but love is not being canceled, Bible reading is not being canceled, peace is not being canceled, relationships are not being canceled, and everything may be getting shut down, but let's lean into the things that still remain. Amen. Yeah, I hope that you feel with me the gratitude to God for campus pastors like these guys. And Ralph, we're missing you, man. We, we need your voice and heart here, but we're praying God's blessing upon you and that you'll be out of your pain soon. Uh, but we love you. All of our Kindle family, all of our Gables family, all of our Miami Beach family, we're praying for every person in every home, every heart at this very moment. And um, to summarize together today what I would like to say is just remind us one more time. When we have troubles, troubles don't have us because we have Christ. He's in the boat. The sea's raging, the clouds are dark, times are hard, but he hasn't left us. Nothing is too hard for God, so what? So stay connected with God and with one another. Stay clean, wash your hands, and also keep your focus. Clean filter of your mind. What gets your mind gets you. And then be of help. Be helpful. Help us help you help others. And in that, God will grace us to advance his kingdom. Now, there's one other thing I need to say here. Because every week as we gather, we welcome people who are seeking spiritually. And maybe this is the moment that you know is your day to take the next step of faith. So I wonder if I might offer a prayer that you could voice, and if it's from your heart, then I'd like to invite you to take it. Lord Jesus, I thank you that you love me, that you have come to this world to be with me, and I want to welcome you into my life boat right now, into my life, into my heart, into my soul, and welcome your spirit to come into my life. Forgive my sins, and I am turning from my way to learn to go your way, that you can lead me forward, not just through this crisis, but through every day until I am with you. Now, if you prayed that prayer with me from your heart, 
and would allow us to join you in prayer of blessing for your next steps of faith, you can simply text CONNECT to this number. CONNECT to that number. And we will follow up with you. And then I want to back up once again to say another way that we're of help to others is even though we're not gathering physically on our sites right now, our ministries continue beyond our sites and through church online. And so your gifts help fuel that ministry. And I want to encourage you, though perhaps you don't know this, but the majority of our people already give digitally. And if you are accustomed to giving physically, then may I encourage you to ask God's blessing upon your gift as you give it in one of the ways that we're providing through the the, uh, networks of digital opportunity today. Now, one final thought. I was so inspired when I saw the video that came from Italy where literally the civilians are in lockdown. They cannot leave their homes now. And so you know what they're doing? They're throwing open the shutters of their windows and singing out loud into the streets of their neighborhood. And then all the voices are joining together to bring encouragement in the midst of that challenge. Could we do that now? Could we let our worship leaders once again and lift our voices wherever you are in your space right now? Would you throw the shutters open and open your your voice and let's voice our faith in Jesus' name.